What's up and welcome back to another edition of Major League Talk, episode 55, the Oral Hershiser edition. I'm your host, J.D. Johnston. Alongside me always is Dino and De Palma. What's poppin', boys? I was never really a big fan of Oral Hershiser. <laughs> you know, the only reason why I picked it was because of, what's his name? Remember Leo Riley? I think it was him. Love Leo Riley. Yeah, like he used to say like he like went to college or something with him and he would always like talk about him. And then when it was 55... Just made me think I am because you would always I say oral. Yeah, but uh, so w- welcome back to what did you say? I love oral. No, uh, no, what a stud! He was throwing shade on the Astros this weekend. It was great. Oh, dude, he was. Yeah, yeah. He, he was like, get- it's a little hard not not to not hit the ball with coming. No coming. Yeah, 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 yeah. But uh, we got a lot to talk about today. I mean, right now, the Yankees and Red Sox game is going on. The Yankees have won two so far. James Paxton needs to figure it out, man. And I mean, last year he was throwing BBs throughout, like, I think it was right after the All-Star break. He had an under three RA. Now, he tonight, I've watched he's throwing, like, get me over breaking balls and his fastball's flat. He was throwing 98 last year. Now he's, like, averaging 90 miles an hour. Something's Ooh. wrong. Uh, dude, but it's like, it's even like a step beyond that. He's always been awful in the first inning and he was awful again today in the first inning. He was awful last start in the first inning. It's like, I don't know what it is. My guess is, um, he's one of those guys that I think the Yanks took a serious risk on when they traded for him. But like, I don't know if he's a New York guy. Yeah, I think he's from like British Columbia. I know he's Canadian, got the great nickname, the Big Maple. And dude, that, that's got to be more mental like than anything, I feel like. Because like you said, Jed, I do throw normally throw 98. He's got a devastating curveball and like you always get rocked in the first inning. That's got to be mental. I mean, you're talking about a not a New York guy, too. Have you guys seen Sonny Gray? No, dude, dude, do you know who the number Start now? Do you know who the number the, do you know who the best pitcher in baseball is right now? Lance Lynn. Sonny Gray? Lance Lynn. You know who number four is? Sonny Gray. Yeah. Both, Lance both, Lynn. Both were Yankees two years ago. Like, I don't Larry. know why. The only thing I remember about Lance Lynn was him like just like eating it while throwing a pitch and just falling in the middle <laughs> of the playoffs. That's the only thing I remember about Lance Lynn and pinstripes. The only thing I'm, shout, I'm shouting out Lance Lynn later in the podcast. The only thing I remember from them is Larry Rothschild coached both of them and did absolutely jack shit. <laughs> Yeah, no, Sonny Gray is up with his Vandy coach from college, and now he's dicing up everybody, and now he's going to probably win the Cy Young. So that's just life of a Yankee fan. Trade him away for peanuts. and Yeah, but every Yankee fan is going to be like, do it over 162 games. <laughs> like, you know, it's you, we are always in a lose-lose. But, Dino, I have a real question for you. Um, so apparently, you know, me and Dino were in South Florida. De Palma's up in Pennsylvania. There was a hurricane in Florida. I didn't know about this until like Friday when my mom told me. She was like, go get some gas. And I was like, for what? Apparently there was a category one hurricane. Did you even put shutters up? I did not put shutters up. And there's two reasons why. One is I was following the storm very closely. (laughs) Storm chaser. Um, And two, the guy that sold me the house sold me generic shutters that don't fit my windows. So... Oh yeah, that's right. I remember that. it came around. Yeah, so I mean, <laughs> I could have hung them. I don't know what I was gonna hang them for. <laughs> Protect like a quarter of the window. Yeah, I mean, the real question is, is do I ho- do I have home insurance? That's <laughs> that's the real question. <laughs> but yes, I did know that there was a hurricane, Isaias or something. Yeah, uh, it actually may be hitting Pennsylvania now. You see that? Yeah, it's it's. I think we have like. We really don't get hit with it. Like we just get a bunch of rain and like we'll get, you know, 40, 50 mile an hour winds, like nothing crazy. But it we do need the rain. It's been like insanely hot up here in PA. Like normally we don't get a lot of like like high nineties days. We've had almost like two, three weeks worth of just straight nineties, just baking out there, man. Yeah, but uh so today we're starting off the pod with some really odd news. So apparently like three hours ago, Yoana Cespedes just like went MIA. No one know who. No one knew where he was. Uh, the Mets 
like didn't know at all where he was. He didn't show up to the ballpark for the game or batting practice. No questions asked. People went to his hotel room because they're in Atlanta and no luggage, no like sight of him at all. Like, and then all of a sudden, like mid game, they get a call from his agent saying, Oh, Cespedes is he left. He's going back to Florida, his ranch and you know, Port St. Lucie. He is? Oh yeah. So Cespedes opted out for the season. I think that's the the weirdest way, like that's just weird. I, I mean, I, I I read that he had some frustration with the organization. I mean, I would too. They're absolutely abysmal of a baseball team. <laughs> um, it's just it's it's time for him to to pack his his shit and find somewhere else to go. Clearly, he got the um, that classic text message breakup, and you know <laughs> he's not handling it the right way. But you know, you really expect nothing different from him. He's just that guy. Yeah, I was going to say, not very professional, but yeah, I mean, that's yo. That's yo, dude. Yeah. He, he was doing fine, though. He was hitting a bunch of home runs. Like, I don't really understand. No, I think yeah, he has opt out this year, too. He hit one bomb, I think. Yeah, two. two. I mean, they're Whatever. Like he's, six games. He's hitting a buck 73. I didn't know that, but I don't I know. He doesn't opt out, I think, after this year, I saw. Yeah, well, he's opting out, clearly. <laughs> for all that money he's getting paid 25 million he hasn't played he's played seven games in the last three years who cares he's gotten paid for not doing he got shit paid, yeah. i oh, mean it's not, oh. it's not it's, it's no bobby Bonilla, but like it's true you got, got paid but uh so i have a real serious question right now so i have a friend of mine dean you know him he you know he, he's a huge mets fan all he talks about is how the Yankees are bad. And I just sit there and I'm like, I feel sorry for you that you're a Mets fan. It sucks. I know. And, you know, he just comes back at me with, oh, DeGrom, Syndergaard, you know, Cano and Pete Alonso, the polar bear. Uh, but so who would you guys rather have right now, Jacob DeGrom or Garrett Cole? Because he's asked me this so many times and we argue about this probably like once every two days when either of them pitch. I'm taking Garrett Cole with like no hesitation. Um, unbiased, it's Cole. Biased, it's Cole. Thank uh, you. I'm, I'm, no, I'm, I know Paul was going to be the separator. Be honest. I'm going to Grom. Like I love Cole. Don't get me wrong, but like other than him, I think I think the Grom's the only other person I would take other than Cole. Like Scherzer's I mean, good, but towards the end of his career, who he's getting towards the end of his career, the, the latter half. But I mean, Degrom is just pure filth. The dude's slider's 94. Like who does that? I mean, look, I love DeGrom. Yes. If, if, there's any, if there's any pitcher in the league that I could have other than Cole, it would be him. And, I, and to be honest with you, I, I'm pretty sure it was last trade deadline. I wanted DeGrom before I wanted Cole. But the, but the idea that you had to trade for DeGrom. Oh, God. Yeah. And you, you just had to. Everything. Yeah. And you just have to. They were asking for Gliber and everything. Like, yeah. But you just all you had to do was sign Cole. It was a no brainer. Uh, I think I think Degrom is top three pitchers in the league, you know. And on on any given day, I'm not saying body of work, but I want the guy that's pitched in the postseason. I want the guy that you know. That was my exact that's reason. Just, that's just that. But but look, Evan has a legit argument there. You knew who it was. Throw yeah. him on the bus. <laughs> I know he has a legit argument, and he's going to argue. And he's like me when it comes to the Knicks, dude. I give guys like that credit who who follow a team that suck, but like. We'll still talk shit about it. Like right. I give him mad props for that because I'm the same way with the Knicks. Like, okay, talk shit. We won 23 games this year. <laughs> what up? We're not that bad. <laughs> no, 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 no. You see the text that he sends me all the time. It's like, oh, I can't wait till the Yankees get eliminated from the playoffs. I'm like, I can't wait to watch the Mets not even make the playoffs. And he's like, you watch. They're going to get hot. And then, yeah, Yoenis Cespedes goes hiatus and no one knows where he is. So great I mean, start off. Jed Borey is like still like not moving which I feel really bad about, but so, yeah, but so this is the huge story. Probably, probably of the entire podcast. We witnessed an absolute heroic act at the Dodgers and Astros game last week. Joe Kelly is an American hero. He finally, he's the first person that we've seen to actually throw at them, like intentionally, like there, let's not put any, like there was intent behind that. But he didn't hit him, which I think is really dumb. So we, if you don't know by now, the Astros were caught cheating in the World Series. Uh, Joe Kelly goes out there, hits 
uh, doesn't even hit Bregman with a curveball. Was was the bur- curveball for Bregman or Correa? All I know is he threw a 93-mile-an-hour fastball at Bregman's head. Yeah, well, it was like, Bregman it was like way behind him. Yeah. yeah, Bregman got the fastball, and then Correa got a curveball that didn't even hit him, and Joe Kelly gets suspended six games, which is equivalent. equivalent I can't say that. First of all, it was, eight, it was, it was eight games, and it was oh, equivalent. Six. I think it was six. Did they reduce it? No, it was a really – I know you peeled it. Okay, so it probably got – it was originally I thought I saw eight. Anyway, but, I mean, it's, it's equal to 22 games in a 162-game season. Like, that. that's BS. And first off, Carlos Correa is the biggest crybaby. Oh, my gosh. This guy's always like – if Joe Kelly makes this face and goes – and you don't run over there and start fighting, that tells me all I need to know about you. He had no intent of starting anything, but he's a real big talker. Well, I mean, what did you guys think about this whole thing? I mean, personally, I think Joe Kelly looks like a calculus teacher. <laughs> um, but he's, With the pen protector. Yeah, you know, that's, that's what I imagine is like the guy drops his calculator and shits his pants. But like, <laughs> I, I, I love this move. It was something that clearly has been on his mind for the last two years, and baseball players are very vengeful. We really don't forget anything. So, like, awesome for him. Um, his his response to his control, he said, I didn't have it that night, you know? <laughs> he did. <laughs> I, I mean, you know, I, I don't know how you don't have a fastball, but you can you can just, ro- just roll off, like, three straight sliders to Correa. Um so, I mean, look, like, I love this for baseball. You know, clearly there was not much social distancing going on in that moment, which could be a reason why half of these players are getting corona. But needless to say, awesome to see. Correa, I, I lose a little respect for He's saying throw your fastball. Well, like, I mean, dude, you're, like, hitting, like, a buck seventy this year. Yeah. You know? So, like, I mean, if you look at their stats over that, like, in that Dodger series, they went 0 for 21 combined. Springer... Bragman and Correa. So, like, clearly that trash can is missed. I hope they had a funeral for it. But, dude, these guys are, on a scumbag scale, we did that a while back. And I think yeah. all of them were at 10s, dude. Definitely, definitely scumbags. Um, dude, I absolutely love it. And I just think it's pretty unprecedented with Manfred. Like, we, people who have been listening to this podcast know none of us like Rob Manfred and think it's terrible what he's doing to the game. This is absolutely insane to to suspend someone an equivalent of a 22 game suspension in a regular season for not even hitting someone. Hey, like, how, sure, how many he may did have Garrett had intent? Huh? How many, how many did Garrett get when he basically took on the entire pirates team? Like four. Yeah, it was, it, I was going to say five, Like it wasn't very much. I mean, like, what are we talking about? He here? was a reliever too. So it's like, yeah, you, you know, he misses like two innings out of five games. Um, but the fact that, like they did it without anything happening. It's a completely different story if Joe Kelly, who throws wicked had, throws a 98-mile-an-hour fastball and it hits, clips him in the shoulder or he's clearly going at this dude's head. But, like, he threw, like, 15 feet behind him and it was just for the intent to be like, look, I can hit you with this if I want to. But he didn't do it. Like, he didn't actually hit anyone. I think it's preposterous. I, I, that's the whole thing. One, he didn't hit him. Two, one of them, one of the pitches that almost hit him was a curveball. Right. And then three, he didn't even get ejected. Right. And I think, like, <laughs> honestly, like, I think what got Manford was the baby face. Like, that is so funny. And it instantly became just viral. Like, that, we're going to be seeing that that picture and that whole sequence for years. And I think that's what is what really is grinding his gears is is that the afterwards part of it. Pretty sure. Shout out to Barstool. They're making shirts already. Amazing. And yeah. I want one. I want one. Joe Kelly gave us the That's biggest legit. baseball meme. He gave us the biggest baseball meme for the next decade. Totally. I, like, incredible. Absolutely incredible. Um, but moving but hold on. on a second, hold on a second. This is my, but that, but this is my biggest problem is why are you protecting these guys? Oh yeah. Like, like why? There's no reason to protect them as much as everything else is going on in baseball. Like, why are we protecting these guys? Because realistically speaking, you suspended Cora, you suspended um, Hinch, you know, and it's going to be an abbreviated season anyway. So, like, their suspension's up. So why are we protecting these guys? They got off scotch-free, dude. That's, and that's it's insane to think that with the cheating and everything that's been proven 
you know, regardless of what they say, oh, we didn't do it. That's like, no, we have, you know, proof here that Joe Kelly's going to get more of a suspension than they got for cheating in the playoffs and the World Series. Like, like shitting on the name of baseball and the sanctity of the World Series. It's insane. Yeah, baseball, it's not looking good right now. It looks bad. Like, I, I saw Jared Carabas tweet it. I completely agree with him. The Astros didn't get one game. Not one game. And if Joe Kelly serves one game, it's already wrong. If he serves a pitch of suspension, it's wrong automatically. But one last thing that I forgot to mention that I like, I think is so funny. Joe Kelly went from being the most hated Red Sox for like Yankee fans to being like the most favorite in the matter of seconds. (laughs) From when he fought Tyler Austin. Uh, he just dude, did that. And that's my impression of, of, of Kelly is like he's he he looks soft. He looks yeah. soft. He does. But this dude's a nut. Dude, yeah. yeah. He, he's legit. So like, he's always been I think even when he was at the Cardinals, he was really good too. Yeah, I mean, dude, I, yeah. he was he was the first one to throw hands with Tyler Austin. Like <laughs> I respect that. And Tyler Austin is not the smallest dude in the world. But he just looks like a calculus teacher to me. I, I, I it's just, it, it's weird. Like you see these guys like in normal clothes and then the whole, the, the whole picture thing with the babies, like that wasn't him. That was a fan that did that. I was just going to say, I, th- I thought I saw like a picture of him and I was going to try and look it up. Yeah. That was a fan that did that, but still like props to that fan to find <laughs> all that. Now it would have been 10 times better if he would have done like the baby switch face. You know how like Stephen yeah. A has got that. If he would actually put the baby faces on them, that would have been classic. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, this is where I think the podcast gets a little bit heated. At, at least for me, Rob Manford, he needs to go. We were talking about before. I mean, I hate him. I mean, I really do with a passion. He hates joy and he hates baseball. He really <laughs> does. There's, I mean, there's so many other people that can be the MLB commissioner and do it a million times better and get paid less. And like somehow he still has a job. He's there to help every single MLB owner, but he's not there to grow the game. Like he always says, we want to grow the game. He does the complete opposite. He's not there for the fans. He's not players and he's not there for the coaches. He was the reason there almost wasn't a season. Like what? Like two days ago, this is this is a perfect example. Two days ago, he says, "If we don't control COVID, I will cancel the season." Less than twenty four hours later, I think we're doing a fantastic job with coronavirus. There's no shot that we're going to cancel the season. I'm not. I'm not a quitter. What? <laughs> That's what he came out and said. This guy's I'm not crazy. A <laughs> I mean, it's not necessarily quitting. Like no one quit their jobs this year. Like <laughs> I mean, like. What a, a scumbag! Yeah, I mean it's a virus, <laughs> but I mean, dude, like he's in—he is not fit to rule baseball. He's just not fit. Like the stuff that he has envisioned in his mind over the last two years is is unbelievable to think about. Like even now, like I get it. Like the du- there's a few things I like, right? Like the double headers being seven innings, I kind of like that. But the pitching, the, the the mound visits, the 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 pitchers having to face three guys, like it, yeah. it's just it's it's turned into like a modified video game in which you're tri- like DePaul. I think you said this a while back. You're trimming seconds off an hour game. Yeah, three hour product. Yeah, it just doesn't make sense. Um, I, just talking about it, just my last thing on it. So his views had to have been known throughout baseball. Like I mean, I'm pretty sure he was the number two under Selig for many many years. So I'm just curious as to why they elected someone or why they chose someone who had, you know, radical views on this, who wanted to, to make all these big changes that, you know, things that haven't been changed in a hundred years that he wanted to go and change. It's just very curious to me. Yeah. I mean, I, I, he just has to go. He like, he needs to be fired. He's horrible at his job, but COVID-19 a little bit old, the Miami Marlins had 18 players and coaches uh, together, not 18 <laughs> players and 18 coaches. I didn't mean it like that. But get coronavirus. Uh, there's reports that came out yesterday that during the series in Atlanta, uh, the Marlin Hotel, they were going out to restaurants all night, partying. They were at the bars, breaking all of MLB's <laughs> protocols. I mean, like, don't ruin it for everyone. Like, don't be scumbags. Like, really, you get paid millions of dollars, have such a, like, a luxury lifestyle. You can do whatever you want. 
and you can't follow a couple simple rules for a couple yeah. months. It's ridiculous. Yeah. You have to like the Marlins had no chance anyway. Don't ruin it for the Yankees that have a very good shot at winning, or the Dodgers, or I was about to say the Astros, but no. Uh, I know, like, don't ruin it for everybody else. Just follow the rules. I think it's very simple. If you don't want to follow the rules, if you do break the rules, you get banned for the rest of the season. No pay. Oh, well. That's the end of the story. That's what it should have been in the beginning. But I think as we sit here and bash Manfred, which rightfully so, it's it's not his fault that people aren't abiding to these rules. You know, there's a reason why the NHL decided to do this in Canada. You know, and I've and I've been explaining this to people. Like my mom asked me, like, why why have no NHL players tested positive? And it's really simple. The NHL is a different breed of people. So when you tell them, hey, you're going to go to a bubble city in Canada, <laughs> right? And and these are the rules. They don't care. They just want to play hockey. Yeah. Right. That's just how they're bred. Right. Baseball players traveling city to city to them, nothing has changed. You know, so like they haven't really like, yeah, they got to wear masks and shit. But like what has really changed for them traveling city to city, going to different ballparks, like nothing's really changed. So it's hard to tell people you're a creature of habit. You know, I haven't seen LeMahieu throw in hammers and be spitting all over the place. But like, yes, I've seen baseball players spit on the field, you know, so like each other up after a home run. Yeah. I mean, like it's not. Like, yes, there are rules that they have followed some, some they haven't, but the idea of going out to restaurants and bars, it's the same thing with Lou Williams going to the strip club in uh, Orlando. Like, you know what I mean? Like if, if you don't, and JD, you bring up, like if you don't want to be a part of this, then, then just, then just buy. Yeah. A like, lot of people opted out. You can opt out. Yeah. Like no harm feelings, dude. It's fine. Like it's not a big deal, but like when you put other people's livelihood in jeopardy, that's where I think it, it becomes a problem. Because if they shut the whole season down, all these guys are going to get prorated pay anyway. Yeah. So, I just got one thing to say. South Florida going to South Florida. I, I mean, dude, that's just what it is, bro. Like, South Florida is a different beast. J.D., I know you're up a little bit, but, like, dude, you go to Fort Myers, no one's wearing masks. Nobody. Really? It's, it's nobody, oh. dude. They, like, no one. I went to – yeah, I went to Cocoa Beach to see the rocket go off, like, in June, like, and that's when it was going back up. Not with the mask on. Yeah, I mean, it is what it is. Like, I've gone out to eat a few times, obviously, because of, like, baseball and stuff. But, like, we wear a mask in the place. You know, we take it down to eat. We put it back up, hand sanitizer the second we walk out. Like, it's not difficult. Right. It's really an easy process. Dude, I was just – so after – we um, don't play baseball anymore, so I'm playing softball on Sundays. Uh, after softball, we went and uh, got some lunch and some drinks and whatnot. And, and Dino, you'll know him. I'll, I'll text, it, uh, text you who this was. But so the rule is like I think they're down to like 25% capacity inside, inside restaurants in PA. So it's like whatever. So we go in and you had to, just like you said, wear a mask to go in. Do I like it? No. Do I think it, it makes sense? Yes. So – but I, my personal freedoms aren't being infringed upon here wearing a mask for eight seconds when I really don't want to. But I know if I want to go in there and have a drink, I need to go and do it. So one of our buddies on the softball team made this whole big stink about it and literally refused to enter the restaurant because they wouldn't let him and, like, left his wife there. To, oh, dude, it was bad. <laughs> Just because of – that's what I even told him. I was like, dude, you wear it for eight seconds and you're in and out and you're done. And it was still, for some people, I can't do it. I have an idea, but – I just have a, I have a gut feeling, but yeah, it's 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 really not, dude. Like, perfect game is still running tournaments all over the country. Yeah, you know, there's there's zero social distancing, zero. <laughs> Do they you know? make players wear masks or like even the parents when they walk in? No. What? No. Wow, that's <laughs> a liability. Jeez. Zero. Dude, zero. Man. Zilch. The only thing they'll do is like if a player is sick, they'll provide the test for you. That's it because they want to kick your squad out if you're positive. Yeah, that happened to one of my friends. The first tournament he was in, his friend got coronavirus. They kicked his whole team out and uh, notified other tournaments. Like so, he couldn't go to tournaments for like the next like three weeks or something you, like that. Diploma, you know yeah. what that you know what that reminds me of? Huh. Uh, one of your players have tested positive for beaver tranquilizer. <laughs> God damn you, Bernice. Great beaver tranquilizer. God damn it, Bernice. 
<laughs> but now that we're talking a little bit about uh, Corona, we were talking about this before. What do you guys think's the over under for how many baseball games there will be this season? Will the baseball season eventually get canceled? Great question. What do you want to do for how many games over under? What were we saying before? Let's just go over under 30 and a half because that's like the midway point. 30 more games or 30 games total? No, total. 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 So we're like 70 games right now. So you're looking at three weeks of baseball? Over. I think over. Not by a lot. All right. You know what? There's going to be some – a bunch of Cardinals just tested positive too. Like there's going to be some these, another outbreak like that. I'm going to go under. I feel like I, I feel like if there's one more big one, I think that's it. One more Marlin. Yeah, I mean, dude, like, I mean, first of all, for the Marlins, like, they're like, oh, just call up Triple A players. It's like, dude, they already did. <laughs> like, what do you mean? <laughs> but the rest of these squads, you can't just like a lot of these guys. Is Triple A even playing? No, none no. of them are. Senators, yeah, no minor league baseball. Yeah, what are you gonna do? Call the Dominican and be like, "Bring Jose," you know? Like, I, it's just—it's not feasible, dude. If, if there's one more big one, and all it takes—I know what it takes, dude—and it's gonna sound so messed up, but it all, it's only gonna take one superstar. Yeah, that's oh, so yeah. Big. You know, like if you find out Trout has it, like, oof! Knock on wood, he doesn't because his wife's pregnant. But like. So he, he, they just put him on the paternity list. So he's gone, bro. Once oh, okay. the, he's gone. Okay. Yeah. Good. Once the Marlins thing happened, he was like, "Yeah, I'm out of here." All right. Um, good for him. The only other good thing, too, just speaking last thing on the Marlins, uh, they were playing in Philly right before all that happened. Uh, I think there have been no other tests with Philly. I think they've all come back negative. So I think the Phillies are going to be starting back up, and that's big considering they were playing them whenever you know this happened. Yeah, a report came out today. Trout's actually going to rejoin the team tomorrow, Monday. And the Phillies are going to be playing the Yankees tomorrow in New York, Monday. Mm. So, yeah. But uh, speaking of Yankees, though, Aaron Judge has hit four consecutive home runs. And breaking news right now, he just hit five. So he's hit a home run in the, every, every time or every game in the past five games. That's kind of crazy. He's the last, nice. last person to do it was A-Rod seven. Mm. I mean, dude, let me tell you something. The Yankees healthy is a very scary thing. Yeah, they're a problem. That's a very scary thing. I'm not sold on Luke Voigt yet. JD, you and I can have this conversation offline. But, uh-huh. like, I Boy, love King Louis V. Yeah, we loved Greg Bird, too. <laughs> oh, I, <laughs> dude, wrong guy. <laughs> I hated Greg Bird. Yeah, when he hit the bomb against Andrew Miller against the Indians, you're like, I love Greg Bird. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't every Yankee fan like that, though? Yes, but dude, I'm telling you, there's hope. The prospects in there. I'm, I'm, I'm going on record right now that he hits 30 bombs for the Rangers at some point in the yeah, next two in the next two years. Yeah, he's going to drop bombs, and I'm, I'm, and I'm telling you, it's, it's a Yankee curse. <laughs> I'm telling you, it's, it's going like to happen. It's signed by like the Dodgers. Hits like 340. <laughs> the only place Ellsbury is going to play baseball is on his PlayStation Five. I was going to say Sunday Rec League. Uh, yeah, I mean, dude, I can't stand that guy. Yeah, speaking of the Yankees, though, they swept the Orioles in a two-game series, making it 18 Ooh. consecutive wins against the O's. It's not, This is kind of big news because so far this year, it seems like the Yankees are the only team that can beat the Orioles. The Rays have lost two games in a row, and the Red Sox got demolished by the Orioles. I mean, it <laughs> seems like the Orioles are unbeatable except against the Yankees. Name name three Orioles right now. Go. <laughs> I was gonna say Richard Blair, but he just got traded. Renat- Renato Nunez. Don't know who it is. Next. Uh, Alex Cobb is still on there. Alex <laughs> Cobb too. Um, the the outfielder, uh, the white outfielder. He's Rio got like a good- Ruiz. Rio Ruiz and oh, what's the guy's name? He's really good. He's like their left fielder. That's what I mean. Yeah, I had him. I drafted him on my fantasy squad, but I just dropped his ass. Pedro Severino. Because <laughs> he has been hitting, bro. Pedro Severino, the catcher that always gets catcher interference. Is Chris Davis Se- still on the roster? Oh, yeah, he is. Yeah. He just yeah. doesn't play. I mean, dude, this team's just so bad, though. You oh, know, yeah, but they're, 
They're somewhere between a like a high double A and a low triple A team. Yeah, but I mean, like they're still professional athletes, you know. So it's like whatever. But I'm dude. There's there's something about the AL East this year that's interesting because the Rays aren't that good either. No, Rays are going to turn it around. I'm sure they will. Uh, the Blue Jays aren't as exciting to watch as I expected. Oh, they're going to be so good in a couple of years, though. Oh, I 100% agree. They're, they're going to be so hard to beat for the Yankees and the Rays. The Rays are stacked for, like, the next, like, eight years. Like, they have Snell locked up. Glass now, I don't know how anybody hits a pitch off him. Like, it seems impossible. <laughs> Is he, like, 6'7"? Oh. Yeah. yeah, he's massive. It's just complete downhill. The Pirates, like, dude. God damn Change it. up 93. Yeah, I know the Pirates gave up Meadows with him for a package. Bro, for at Chris one Kutcher. point, at one point, we could have had Cole, Glasnow, and Meadows. And Burnett. Yeah. Oh, dude, I loved AJ so much. He's such a nut, dude. I love, I love him. Um, yeah, dude. And then, like, who do we get from that? Joe Musgrove. Even though Colin Moran's hitting the, the ball well right now, leading the MLB in home runs. Uh, but, well, I guess Judge just tied him with five. But still, man, just peanuts for really? freaking – for freaking Chris Archer, a washed-up Chris Archer. God damn it. We have any uh, updates on that rapist pitcher? Huh? Uh, dude, he's locked up. Yeah. Figured. Uh, oh. And I believe well, one of my uh, – oh, dude, just popped my head. Austin Hayes was the other outfielder for the Orioles. Um, one of my good buddies was telling me that they just added additional charges to him too. So he's not going to yeah. see the light of day as a free man for a long time. He's going to be – He's, he's going to be throwing quite some balls in the uh, <laughs> <laughs> for real. Oh, you know all this Yankee news. Of course, there has to be a little bit of bad news. Probably my favorite guy in the bullpen is going to be out for the year. He's so awesome. Tommy Canely is going to have season-ending Tommy John surgery. This sucks. It's such a big hit. It's a huge hit to this great bullpen. The only thing that comes out of this, I guess, is Chapman is back. Uh, he doesn't have coronavirus anymore. Um, but, I mean, that just sucks. I love Canely. He was doing so well. His changeup is unhittable. I love he, I, I, I love Canely, but now's the time to do this. You know, it's what, – what, what month are we in? August? August. Yeah, just started August. You know, okay, so then he might miss, what, half of next year because they're still I – I doubt they're going to be on time. You know, so it's like now's the time to do it. I just wish – you know, it's the same thing. It's like I wish these injuries would happen a, like a little sooner. Um, who was it, Hicks or whatever, or Judge, whatever? Yeah. They sat there for like months and then decided let's do this now. You know, um, I just wish that they would kind of happen sooner. Obviously, the tightness he felt recently, but you know, you, you can't really time injuries like that. It's just kind of random. But he is by far the biggest dog in the Yankees bullpen, and I love watching him pitch. And the day that there's a brawl. I want him on the mound. He is like he reminds me of uh, uh, Kyle Farnsworth. Oh, dude, Farnsworth was crazy. I don't know who he lifted up and threw down like a rag doll. Uh, it was a, I think it was a Cardinal. It was a red. Oh, it was the Reds. Okay, yeah, I think he was with the Cubs, wasn't he? Yeah, I forget who that was. That was a great brawl, though. Literally went full like. Uh, oh, yeah. What's, what's he speared him. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Goldberg. Yeah. Goldberg? Goldberg Spear, yeah. Oh, I was thinking of like Mighty Ducks Goldberg. <laughs> Yo, I just watched, I just watched uh, D2 the other day. It was D2 is great. so fire, bro. It's so good, dude. It's so fire. Now, Let's go shake their hands. I have one problem with that movie, and it's been bothering me for years. Julie the Cat making the last I have. I actually have two. No, it's a great glove. Yeah. I have two problems with this with the, with all the Mighty Ducks movies. It's like every time they score a goal, there's like a stoppage to set up a new play. <laughs> like that really bothers me. Like it's like they have unlimited timeouts. <laughs> and and two, I don't know how Goldberg and Russ Tyler switched pads <laughs> so fast <laughs> with no one seeing. <laughs> yeah, like they call a timeout and you're going to tell me that they're just like he throws on goalie equipment. First of all, I've strapped up goalie equipment before. It is like a 35-minute process. This dude did it in 35 seconds. It's been really bothering me. Dude, that's so funny. I, I, I totally forgot about that part until last week and started dying. It's like, what a great play, though. Yeah, dude. Like, everyone's like, oh, this is an amazing play. Well, obviously it's an amazing play. They had a fucking hour to draw it up. Every, every play. 
Like they literally draw up every single play after a goal. They're like down four one timeout. Okay. This is what we're going to do. It's going to work. It works. <laughs> timeout. Let's draw up another one. This is going to work. It works. Like how's there no turnovers they executed like their execution. If they're on in a video game, their execution rating would be like a 99. <laughs> But the most underrated player on that team is Woo 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 Kenny Wu. Oh, dude, he's legit. Um, this last thing, I know we're staying on this road, but it was so funny. Sorry. Emily came in and she was watching. She's like, "Oh, what are you watching?" I was like, "D two, and they were playing Iceland at the time. She's like, "Like one of the kids just got absolutely crushed," and she's like, "Oh my god, why are they playing adults?" It's because like these dudes from Iceland were so big compared to. Oh my god, dude! I mean, the, the size difference was stupid. The only it's one, so funny, the, dude. The only two that stood a chance was Fulton Reed and Dean Portman, dude. The Bash Brothers, <laughs> like those are the only two that stood a shot. The rest of them were peewees. And you're gonna tell me? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I'll, I'll, I'll take this offline. I'm sorry. No, no, bullshit, dude. Are you gonna tell me that like? Like Team USA happens to be that entire Ducks team from the first one, just adding five dudes when the entire um, uh, who did they play? The Sharks was it? The Sharks, the uh, the black team in the first. Oh one? yeah, yeah, Sharks. Yeah, yeah. Uh, half no, no, the Hawks, Hawks, the Hawks, the Hawks. Half of those teams, half of those kids were better than the Ducks kids anyway. And you're gonna tell me that you're gonna build a Team USA team with like guys like Guy Germain, who like so I so I got you the. The guy from Hendrix Hockey, whatever his name is, he wanted the Ducks. Uh, he wanted Gumbe and he wanted the Ducks, man. I mean, what an executive decision. <laughs> that that Iceland chick was pretty hot, too. He is. He is. <laughs> Sorry. Go ahead, JD. Welcome back. We talked a little bit about this before, but they have a new rule, of course, in play. It came out a few days ago. The MLB Players Union and MLB agreed on seven inning games for doubleheaders this year. What was your guys' first thoughts? This was a whole thing basically just to limit uh, the use for some guys. And also that way, you know, maybe coronavirus doesn't spread as easily with less innings being played. I, I mean, I don't mind it as long as it's not like a forever thing. I love it for this year. Yeah, I, when it first came out, I thought it was dumb, but I, I like it for this year. Um, it's going to be interesting to see what the players think about it and because it's definitely just like the universal DH. This is a trial run. I can 1,000% see Manfred want to do this in the future. Oh, yeah. Manfred just wants to ruin baseball. We've already established that. <laughs> I don't – uh, I don't I, – I don't, and, and if they if, – look, I would rather see the seven-inning – Doubleheader than the Universal DH. Agreed. So I'd yeah. rather see that. The Universal DH is kind of cool, but like, I want to see numbers behind it, you know, because they always said there's a difference between NL pitching and AL pitching. So I, I want to see some, I want, yeah, I want to see the analytics behind this before I make my decision. I'm a big analytical guy if it makes sense. So, like, like what was it, the, the fucking Woba that we talked about? The Tango Tiger. Yeah, months back, the WOBA and all that shit. Like, I don't really see that point, but I want to see analytics behind this. Yeah, it's not, so, a, lot to, it's not a lot to ask for. Just, I, just you know, I want to see. I want files. Yes, I know. Me too. Uh, I want to see a pitcher's home run derby because they've <laughs> talked about it for so long, yeah, but they've never done it. Give me Mad Bum. A gimme cologne. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he, and he has to, to jog the bases on the last one For, and slide <laughs> I love Bartolo Colon did you see him hitting off a tee the other day no yeah he hit off a tee and then like almost cracked his phone on the other side of it or the camera I gotta watch it just hitting in a sock net by himself you never know uh, now, though, since the season is starting, I guess we're 70 games in, I figured that we should do some predictions for the awards and playoffs and other things. So why don't we start with the Cy Young? It's my favorite. Um, so let's start off with the Cy Young Award for the AL. Uh, this was kind of a sleeper in the beginning of the year, but I think a lot of people are starting to notice it. I have Shane Bieber winning the Cy Young this year, um, and I have two sleeper picks. I have Tyler Glass now because I was talking about before. I think the dude's impossible. 
that he's kind of a sleeper. Wouldn't shock me if like he goes on a run and just you know has a ton of strikeouts and a ton of wins. And my other guy, Bull, but that's kind of not really a sleeper. But those would just be my three picks. But I have Shane Bieber winning the Cy Young. I'm going with Cole for one reason. I think the Yanks out hit every team that they play, and his record is going to be stupid compared to everybody else. I think he has the potential to go nine and zero. Does he? Has he lost? No, he's two and zero already. Yeah, I think he goes nine and zero. Yeah, I think. I mean, I'm I'm hopping on that too, Dino. I think it's Cole. He's the, I think he's the best pitcher in in the AL. Like, there's no question about it. And he's got to be the uh, the you know the front runner for that. Uh, we name dropped him earlier. Lance Lynn, you want a sleeper? I'm going Lance Lynn for Cy Young. The dude I don't think has given up a run in 14 innings, and I think he's got like he's got like 19 Ks or almost 20 Ks or something like that in those innings. So he's pitching really good right now. Mm, yes, I've I've heard of him once upon a he's time just, in, in pinstripes <laughs> when he had just a five ERA. Like he doesn't he doesn't have great stuff. His fastball is not like a, a plus plus fastball, but. He throws. I'm pretty sure he throws it more than anyone in the majors, and it just—he's just a dog. He's hit spots. Yep. Yeah. Um, so let's move on now to the Cy Young for the National League, though. I know I was talking about how I'd rather take Cole, but I do think Jacob Degrom will walk away with the Cy Young, and mainly why I'm picking him is because I just want to see him get three in a row because he's won two. Like, I, has three in a row been done? Clemens did it, right? I mean, who like ask kids nowadays who Roger Clemens is? They don't even know anymore. Yeah, you know, I think that's he the, was the only person to do it, though. I just want to see it. I think it'd be cool. So I definitely am hoping for him. But my sleeper pick would be Luis Castillo, who's on the Reds. I love that pick. Oh yes, Luis Castillo was so good in MVP baseball '05 when he was with the Marlins. You could drag bun every time he would beat it out. He was the fastest <laughs> second baseman in the game. Uh, I'm also gonna go Degrom. Just because I I don't know if there's any NL pitcher that comes to mind that can compete with him on the mound. Scherzer, I just, yeah, Scherzer's the only one in my head. Yeah, I, but like I, I look at, I think I think the Nats are going to have that World Series hangover, um, over a course of a sixty game season. I, I think last year was just one of those Cinderella runs, but I don't think. I mean, he got rocked against the Yanks. Kind of. It was weird. Uh, JD, you called it too. He was going to give up four or five runs, and he did. Uh, yeah. But he also he also K'd eleven. So it's an interesting <laughs> stat line. <laughs> you know, it's, you know, it's like you give up five runs, but the only hits that were given up were bombs, and the rest were just at, like zero shot at hitting the baseball. Yeah, I'm going. It's going to be a clean sweep for Degrom. I he's a stud. Uh, Sleeper, I would probably go. I like Walker Bueller a lot too. Um, I mean, the Dodgers are going to be really freaking good, and he's just his arm is insane. So I think if I had to pick one, I don't know if it's really a sleeper. He's he's probably up there in you know top five pitchers in the NL, but uh, Degrom and then little Bueller. I like that pick. Um, now let's talk about the MVP for the American League. I mean, mine's just really simple. Mike Trout. I mean, I feel like you can never go wrong with that pick because he's always in like top three like for uh the points i guess whatever you want to call for the award so my pick would be mike trout Mm, do you think he's gonna play enough though i mean he's coming back monday they already said it oh okay i didn't know that okay cool i'm going dj lemayhew dude i think i think i think dj has a shot to hit 420 this year i actually love that i didn't even think of that yeah, and to be honest with you, my second pick was going to be Stanton because I think I think Stanton healthy is obviously we all know is a scary thing, but I legitimately think D- DJ LeMahieu is the best hitter I have ever seen in my life. Easily. When he gets out, it's 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 very comparable to Steph Curry, dude. When Steph Curry shoots a basketball, I'm surprised when he misses. Exactly. Like LeMahieu came today, and I thought it was going to start snowing in South Florida. I was so I was so confused. So yeah, I'm going. Yeah, I'm going with talking like an alien right now. It's like, blah, 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 blah. Yeah, really? Yeah, I got. Do I have mic problems now? Yeah. Keep Wait, talking. talk. I am talking. Now you're good. Uh, you're fine. It was like going like. Blah, 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 blah. You had like, yeah, a, like a smoke voice. <laughs> it's all right, dude. When you when you start seeing me go upside down and start speaking <laughs> Latin, then you know we got a problem. <laughs> um. So Whoa. I'm going. I'm going with. <laughs> I'm going with the Yankee too. 
I would I flip flop between him and Giancarlo, but he just hit his fifth homer tonight in a row. I'm going Judge, man. A shortened season like that. I know it's a little bit of a flyer, but I was torn between Giancarlo and him. But I think Judge finally gets it done this year. Hey, I'm fine with those picks. Those were all Yankees. So if they're winning MVPs, that means that they're hitting. That means they're probably winning. So uh, I love those picks. Um, now for the National League, the MVP. Um, this guy has been such like just talked about how he can win it, and he's definitely going to win it. I think sometime in his career. I do think it will finally be this year. It's going to be Ronald Acuna Jr. Uh, I mean, he just hit a laser missile. Uh, last night to center field, like a line drive out. It was incredible. It flew off his bat. But my sleeper pick is going to be Eugenio Suarez on the Reds. This guy smashes the baseball. He's been doing it for a few years now. He doesn't get enough credit. Very quiet. I don't even think like he's been in the contention for the MVP race, which is kind of weird uh, because... I mean, he's just really good. Don't be surprised. Like in this 60 game season, you know, he drops like 20 bombs and with a 320 average would not surprise me. I mean, last year he hit 49 home runs yep. and no one talks about that. <laughs> All right. Were you laughing? <laughs> Cause I just like, I wanted to, I wanted to pick something that was like kind of stupid. Um, Uh, Are we getting points for this, or is this just like guesses? Okay, 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 perfect. So I originally was going to go with Mookie, but I'm going to take Miguel Rojas, the shortstop from the the Miami Marlins, who indeed (laughs) did have COVID. Hey, through three games, he was 7 for 10. This guy's on pace to hit 750. (laughs) So I'm going with Miguel Rojas. Dude, if the season gets canceled and he's hitting 700, how do you not give it to him? That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm banking on here, dude. I'm banking on him playing 10 games and hitting the 700. Oh, shit. Um, I'm going Mookie. Just – Atop of that offense, he's going to just gonna put up stupid numbers. Um, sleeper and Jed, I love Suarez too. Uh, seeing him in uh, reverse Pittsburgh, yeah, he's killed us for the past couple of years. He's a really good fielder and just absolutely crushes the baseball. Um, but another, I'm going with another sleeper on the Reds. Nick Castellanos led the league in extra base hits last year. He's off to a torrid start again. And dude, the Reds are, are, are a sleeper team. Uh, sleeper team themselves. A lot of people are picking them to make it into the or to make it a, a run into the playoffs. But if they do it, it's going to be because of him. I love that pick. Speaking of Mookie, did you happen to see his throw the other day? Oh my god, missile! It's insane. Dude's 165 pounds and throws a ball <laughs> equivalent to a bullet. It's unbelievable. Yeah. Uh, hopefully that money ends up paying off for. The Dodgers with a win sometime. But uh, now let's talk a little playoffs. Speaking of the Dodgers, I'll just make it simple. I have basically what I think both of you might have. I know a lot of people have it. Um, it, I have the Los Angeles Dodgers and the New York Yankees going to the World Series, battling it out. I mean, I know I'm biased. The Yankees are going to be back on top of the world, winning the World Series. They're going to be champions again. Number 28 is going to be coming home. That's my pick. I think baseball needs the Dodgers and Yankees this year. I think they desperately need it. I don't I don't see two teams that excite me more than them. Obviously, like yes, there are younger teams that excite me. I would love to see the Padres uniforms in the World oh. Series because they're freaking gorgeous. But you stack up the Dodgers lineup and the Yankees lineup next to each other with a DH. Oh my like God. Oh, oh man, dude. That's something I want to see. So that those are the two I'm going with. I think the Yanks finally pull it out. If they don't pull it out, I think they lose to the Dodgers in seven. And I, mm-hmm. JD, you're going to hate this. I don't think the Yanks win one with Cole if they lose this one. What? I got, I got, I got a feeling, dude. Nice. Yeah. You're, you're already making this assumption. Say you got him for like a decade, don't you? <laughs> what? Wait, it's nine years. I, I thought it was like five. No, it's like eight or nine years. Dude, I think it's the curse of DD. I don't know what's going on. I miss DD. Um, yeah, uh, DD and Philly's great too. Um, yeah, I, I, I would be shocked if those two teams don't make it. Um, sleeper picks though, one AL, uh, my Twinkies. Let's go Twins. And then we were just talking about them. A couple guys got name dropped. Three guys got name dropped by them. The Reds, man. Not not saying like winning it, but a sleeper. Yeah, yeah, I can make see that. some make some noise. I got yeah. you. 
I thought I thought I'd go last with my sleeper picks because I have a few. Um, making at least a playoff run with this whole new thing. What is it like eight teams league or yeah. something like that? Yeah, I I mean, I think the Padres are very scary. Uh, you know, you got Hosmer that's fine hot and it's really paying off that contract that they gave him he got he still got manny he dropped 30 bombs last year he's gonna do fine he got tatis he got margot in center field you got mackenzie gore who can come up at any second who i think is going to be an absolute stud and like the next max scherzer for the next 10 years i mean that guy i've been watching him so closely in the minors i think he's going to be absolutely unreal um the white Sox scare me a lot uh tim anderson over there with jose abreu um Lu- lucas giolito I mean, that's a scary ball club. That would scare me a lot in the postseason. The Tampa Bay Rays are a huge one that scares me. You know, you got Blake, yep. uh, Snell, Glass now, and then you got Charlie Morton, those head monsters. That's scary. They have a solid bullpen. You know, their hitting is very sneaky. You got Nate Lowe. Um, I don't think Duffy's there anymore. I think he's on the Yankees, actually. But, um, you, you know, know they got on them Rays. Don't sleep on them Rays, Dean. No, no, no. I, dude, they, they had a... I'm pretty sure last year they didn't get off to a good start, or maybe they did. They won 90 games last year, and they got to the wild card. I don't know if they won, did they, or did they lose? Uh, I would know if I know who they played. Did they play the Athletics? No, I don't remember. Yeah, because then didn't the, didn't the Yanks beat the Athletics then? No, the, the Yankees beat the Twins, I think. I think. Um, and then I also had the Cincinnati Reds. It's another scary one I was talking about. You know, Sonny Gray's there, Luis Castillo, Trevor Bauer. That's another, uh, you know, that's another big starting rotation right there. They got Garrett in the bullpen. They got Suarez at third. Um, I mean, Joey Votto's there. That's that's scary to me. And then lastly, this team is starting to get real hot. And they don't have pitching, but they definitely have hitting. And it's the Colorado Charlie Blackman's starting to be a bounce back player award uh, nominee who I think that might win that award. Cause I mean, he's going off to a hot start. They got Trevor story. They got Nolan Arenado. That's scary. That's a scary team that they might get hot at the end of the season and they just might run and win would not shock me at all. So those are my sleeper picks. You know, but um, we never, we never, we never talk about the Oakland A's and that's, and that's what like defines <laughs> a sleeper right there. Dude, like literally for years, nobody ever talks about, the Oakland A's. Even in Moneyball, that whole thing pissed me off because like they were acting like their team sucked. You know, they lost Giambi, Isringhausen, and Damon. Damon. Right? They didn't. They didn't include the fact that they had Miguel Tejada, Eric Chavez, Terrence Long, Jermaine Dye, uh, Barry Zito, Mark yeah, Mulder. Mulder yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? Like that team was absolutely loaded. But this year they have a scrappy ball club. The problem is, is their their pitching is so unreliable. Mm-hmm. Sean Manaya, every time he pitches, he will he will gas you. But I swear to God, he's the only pitcher in baseball that probably averages three hit by pitchers like <laughs> a game. Like, he has no idea where the baseball is going. But I love, fires. yeah, and you have fires, you know, the whistleblower. But uh, <laughs> I, I love, love uh, Loriano too, Ramon yeah, Loriano. I mean, Loriano's legit. I think he's up there with you know best defensive outfielders in the game. Um, which, by the way, Jackie Bradley Jr. is an absolute is an absolute freak in the outfield. Dude, uh, did you see it, it in New York the other night? He get his uh, his ankle like lodged in uh, in the wall. Yeah, like, by the advertisement, that was sketchy, dude. Yeah, it's you know it's it was there for a reason. Um, trying to you know illegally. Yeah, he's just Lardo, who's going to be maybe a rookie of the year candidate, new pitcher. He went to Douglas. <laughs> Enough with Douglas. I have nothing nice to say about Douglas. But anyway, my point is, is I think I, with the with the money that they have, I think that's that's a great sleeper pick. Plus, dude, their jerseys are just something something Absolute different. Fire. Plus, like if you get a home field advantage, I mean, like, I know that like the running joke is they're used to like playing in front of nobody, but they're like <laughs> legitimately used to playing in front of nobody. <laughs> Them and the Rays. <laughs> yeah. So like, they're fine. Yeah, the Marlins' home opener would have been their opener anyway. <laughs> and no one would have, no, yeah, no one, like you would have gotten three thousand people there. Yeah. It's bad. I hate it. Jeter. I like the new thing how the sculpture's not there. That's this year or was that last year? Last year. 
Yeah, I like it though because I think it looks a lot better. I haven't been down there in a while. Obviously. Yeah, because there's like no reason to go down there other unless like the Yankees or like the Angels come down. I'd want to see Trout play. JD, have have you been to the Braves complex? The spring training one? Yeah. The one in Atlanta. Oh, the new. Yeah. The one that just opened? No. I went to the one that's at ESPN where they played. No, 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 dude. The one, uh, the one over in Sarasota, straight fire. It just—it's brand new. It opened this year for the spring yeah. training. Straight fire. I like it better than the Nats Houston or uh, the Whoa. Nats Astros, dude. I, I do. There. I love it. I was gonna say the Nats place. I love Roger Dean's, and it's kind of just like run down, but it's nice if that makes sense. No, this dude. This place is really nice. You gotta get out there. What about the? Did you guys play at the Orioles too? Because that's over in Sarasota. No, no, we were only at the Braves. Oh. Well, yeah. Well, before we wrap up this edition of Major League Talk, Dino, what's your final thought? Um, all right, so my final thought, uh, I'm just going to review a show I just watched. Um, I just watched Fear the City on Netflix, a three-episode limited special on – uh, the mob in New York City, and it talks about the five families, and it's the case, the judicial system behind the case to bring down all the five families of the mob at the exact same time. Damn. Now, uh, Netflix always delivers on on shows and series as they really always do. This mm-hmm. one was this one was okay. Um, wasn't a big fan, but like. If you're if you like the mob, if you like, you know, mafia stuff like Goodfellas was just on today, like it always grabs my attention. I always watch it. I, I suggest this is a high follow for on the watch list. Uh, I gave it like an eight two. Mm, I was um, just going to ask what the rating was. Is that a generous or is that like hard scale? Uh, it's generous. I mean, it's Could generous. It just easily be like a seven six. Yeah. I mean, it, it, it depends. Like if you don't like. You know, the mafia or stuff like that. Like, De Palma, you're a big history guy. So, like, a lot of the names are going to make sense to you. So, like, yeah. you'll be up there in the eights with me. But, like, to the average viewer who thinks it's going to be, like, a like a great documentary and tell them everything that they need to know, like, there's, Not you know, good. there's a lot of stuff that, that isn't mentioned. Um, but, yeah, it was it was entertaining for me. And then my other, my other thought is Money Heist is returning with season five and its final season. Mm-hmm. Um Coming up, De Palma, I don't know if you've seen Money Heist. Is that the one in Spanish? Yeah, the subtitles are are kind of difficult to. It's dubbed in English. It's dubbed in English. So oh, okay, that's yeah, that's right. Yeah, I, so watched, I actually watched the first episode a while back and was intrigued by it. Yeah, yeah, legitimate show. Got hooked on it in season two. Uh, I feel I, like that's uh, when everybody gets hooked on stuff. It's like when season two comes out because you'll watch the first and then right when the second comes out, you watch it. I dude, there were some shows that I was hooked on right away. Prison Break, I was hooked on in the first five seconds. <laughs> first five seconds, no what, doubt. Was it Michael? Schofield go, walks into a bank with pistols and and basically gets arrested on purpose. And I was like, why would he do this? <laughs> I don't understand. And then he sees his brother and he turns to him and he's like, we're getting out of here. And he's got the tattoo of the, the blueprints on his chest. And I'm like, okay. I'm in, you know, but like sports center nowadays doesn't hook me anymore. (laughs) Uh, Lastly though, before we uh, wrap up the podcast, um, I just wanted to mention something that I thought was hilarious. I just sent it to you too. So you two should be getting a text message from me. Saw it on Twitter, saw it on Barstool. Who doesn't see anything on Barstool nowadays, but this kid's getting a batting lesson from a coach. It drills him. The coach is explaining how to swing, and this kid just takes a daddy hack and hits him dead in the chest, like full on, like power swing. It was a good stroke from the little kid too. His chest is probably broken, and this guy might be dead. I think it's staged. I I was looking for like an edited version. I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be that guy. I think it's staged for a split screen. I can't find it because this kid had no remorse. You know how like much confidence you'd have to have in that little kid not to just drill you in the face or the nuts? Dude, I, I agree, but I think it's staged. You're crazy, bro. I dude, you know you know why? Because he as he's explaining it to him, he stops in that position and just looks at him. 
you know, for like a solid second, second and a half. You know when a kid's <laughs> going to swing, dude. You know. Trust me, I have been in charge of five-year-olds at, at baseball camps. You know when they're about to do something. You can tell. Well, that's all for this edition of Major League Talk. Make sure to follow us on social media at JD with Sports. You guys got anything else? Other than continue to watch the uh, support the NHL in their bubble. They're the only sport that's doing it right. And it's exciting to watch 15 hours of hockey every single day. Rangers game two tomorrow. Uh, I think the Penguins have game two tomorrow. Yep. That that would be tomorrow. This is true. I think it's eight. <laughs> I don't even know what day it is. <laughs> Go Pens. Go Rangers. Go Yanks. See ya. Jump